Grab yourself a biscuit. It's the CA3 Cup of Tea series. Today our topic is new managers. Uh, with many people working remotely and projects being put on hold this past year, training for employees has been delayed or worse forgotten altogether. This includes new manager training and development, people who are taking that next step in their career, but who possibly haven't yet developed or honed the skills they need to be great leaders. So I wanted to focus our podcast today on how we can help our new managers transition into new roles, how we can help long-term managers improve, and what impact and risk does it have on our businesses when we don't give people the right training and support. Today, I have Jessica Miller-Merrill, the founder of Workology, with me on the podcast. Jessica is passionate about HR and talent acquisition, and she makes it her mission to upskill and upgrade managers with the right online learning and resources. And I thought she'd be a great person to help us understand where the gaps are and what we can do about it. Jessica also has her own popular Workology podcast, which has been going for a number of years now and has launched a new manager training program at Workology. So, (laughs) Jessica, welcome to the Cup of Tea series. Um, I know you've listened to a few of our recent podcasts, so you know what it's all about. Um, and I know it's quite early for where you are, um, so hopefully you've got a cup of tea uh, and maybe a biscuit ready for our chat. Uh, how are you today? I'm great. I do have a cup of tea, uh, actually a cup of coffee for me, and I'm I'm ready to go. Excellent. Cool. Um, so, yeah, for our listeners, uh, let's just start with a bit about you. Um, you know, what's your background and, and how did you come to start Workology? Well, as you said in the intro, I love human resources and recruiting, and I started a blog in, in 2005, which was really geared at helping job seekers and also mm-hmm. filling roles at my organization where I was working. I was working for Fortune 100 company in human resources, and uh, the blog kind of grew and conversations were had and I started getting a lot of side business and side hustle. And Mm -hmm. uh, I took the leap and left my corporate gig and workology has, has, is no longer about job search strategies. I mean, certainly we can talk about those things, but it's um, really focused on helping human resources, talent acquisition leaders and workplace leaders level up and get access to information, resources, and training so that they can be their best selves at work and support their organization. So, I mean, I, I guess I worry about the risks of not of not training managers. Um, you know, it, obviously, you work with a number of clients um, in this area. Um, what, what's been the biggest challenge? Do you, do you think for for people um, and businesses when when they first come to you? Well, right now, I mean, with with the pandemic, a lot of things stopped and budgets froze and and hiring changed. And we had to make some decisions as a business, maybe in order to stay open or to be able to make our payroll. And that included setting aside training and personal development and um, maybe taking on some extra work. Mm-hmm. for as managers or team members so that our business could keep going. So right now we're trying to open things back up. And, and sometimes it's a challenge when you have put things on the back burner, bad habits have, have been made and, and they're happening. And of course, people have worked into a routine with how their life and their work is right now. So sometimes making a change, even though I feel like we've had a series of a million changes over the last Mm -hmm. almost two years, even making a change like starting to invest in your personal development, if you're a manager, 
or if you're looking at adding uh, manager training or personal development to your teams, starting that is is the biggest challenge right now. And then making the case for uh, the money to be able to do that just because it's, uh, you know, we, we've been doing just fine uh, with without that, but really we haven't. And, and we're seeing that in a lot of resignations and turnover that's happening at companies right now. Absolutely. I mean, I, I was I was just looking at some report today um, that the Microsoft um, in their in their work trend in the index and they found four out of 10 people want to change jobs this year. Absolutely. The same report also showed that, you know, three quarters of workers want the option of, of flexible working to continue. Um which I guess is fine uh, because we're all used to it now. Uh, but there is a bit of Zoom fatigue and, and this lack of connection. And and I was just personally thinking, you know, managers really need to know how to deal with this, um, this, this, this kind of connecting people virtually. Um, and I guess, um, have you seen the need for kind of different types of training in the last year or so at, at all with these people? For for managers especially, mm. I, I think that when we've been in person, we've just been able to have casual conversations around the water cooler or running from meeting to meeting or you're yes. going by somebody's cube and that's not happening anymore. So ensuring that managers do maybe schedule in some intentional time to check in, even if it's just a quick Slack update or maybe trying to pop on a Zoom call and uh, see how somebody's doing. And I like to just make a list and say, okay, here's three personal things I know about Bob. Mm -hmm. And then you make sure when you talk with Bob, you ask about their interest in football or what's going on with their family or how was their holiday. Uh, Those small things can help make a huge difference, but you have to be really intentional about those those kind of things. I don't think that we've done that because you're right, we've been running from Zoom meeting to Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. but people are burnt out and they are making the decision to quit their jobs before they have other jobs just because there is no quality of life and the increased amount of stress with just everything that we've gone through over the last 18 months is people are um, experiencing a lot of anxiety and PTSD and other things that mm-hmm. uh, are are really putting them over the edge. Absolutely. And I guess feeling that, that isolation, you know, uh, which which makes them feel maybe disconnected to the to the organization, but also from their teams. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really interested in, in some more kind of hints and tips, I suppose. And, and I know you've got this training program for for managers. Um, what, what skills and areas does does this particular training? What do you cover? So we have a, a 45 minute to an hour and a half on demand training. And then later on in the week, there's a group coaching session where it's kind of a manager training program that's really a mastermind. So we're, yes, topics are being presented, but we are connecting with each other and learning from each other. It's not just a coach who's leading uh, the conversations. The skills are going to be a lot of soft skills outside of like the productivity and kind of organizing a delegation, but just building rapport and, and relationships. And how do you how do you lead or give feedback to a team member when you are remote or how do you make people help people feel, not feel so isolated? These are a lot of the things that we cover um, and it is online. So, um, you know, it's a good way for, I think the managers in the program to, to be, to understand how you can have an engaging training and get personal development online without making it feel like you're just watching another boring webinar. 
yeah <laughs> I guess that was going to be my next question was was how different is it but that that makes total sense to me and I guess a lot of managers can learn from from different organizations and different industries and if they're hearing these actual real challenges um from real life I guess that really helps too um a lot of our listeners are actually HR our HR leaders so have you got any kind of quick wins or tips for them who are looking to upskill and support their new managers um transitioning into new leadership roles Absolutely. I think the best thing to do is lead by example. So if you can help create an, an example for others to follow and, a, and have a process or a system of online engagement or remote engagement or hybrid engagement that's working for you, you can share with others. Uh, one thing that's working for me and my team is a global team. Uh, we're asynchronous. So a lot of my team is working in different time zones, doing different things. Um, we are in Slack. We're at a Slack company. And one of the, and you can do this in teams also, but one of the things that we've used that works really well is in the chat. If something, if we have a question for someone and it's urgent, we use the hashtag urgent and we let them know that this is an urgent message. And if it's not urgent, we just say hashtag not urgent. And so for me, I'm a little ADHD and I want to do all the things immediately. So I end up down these rabbit holes of all the not urgent things and I'm not being productive. So you might be the same way too. You don't have to have ADHD to uh, to to do that. Uh, <laughs> it's more common, but um, the not urgent, not urgent, is really working for me. And it's a small thing that somebody on my team came up with, and I'm telling everybody because it has really changed our lives. Absolutely, and that's a it's a really good tip. Um, and I guess in in that sense, um, as you said, it, it's easy to to think about your own experience at work but being a leader means you have to think about your employees experience um and sometimes I guess that that gets gets forgotten um in everything that's going on um I mean one of the other things I wanted to bring up was kind of um you know health and well-being being being really top of the agenda at the moment and a manager can have a really major impact on on employee morale and, uh, and performance. Um, and I, I saw a recent survey from the CIPD in the UK. Uh, they ran a health and well-being survey and only two thirds of nine managers still recognize the importance of, of well-being. So, I mean, that basically means that there's a third of, of managers who don't recognize this as an important aspect of work. So I guess it's critical that, that businesses prepare new managers to be able to deal with every eventuality uh, and recognize this. And I just wondered if you, you you had a kind of module as part of your training or whether you come across any clients who who looked at health and well-being, um, you know, sp- specifically um, separately to everything else. And, and another one of our programs, which is specifically for HR managers, we have a membership community called Upskill HR. This month, our focus is on mental health and well-being. And I have a licensed therapist talking about burnout, uh, because I have personally had to make some choices in my life in order to stay mentally healthy and, and just feeling like I'm um, just a happy, um, engaging person. And um, I am taking all Fridays off. Uh, it's not always, I'm not always doing it 100%. But if I'm doing something, it is something that I want to do not something I have to do. So my calendar is unavailable on Fridays and that's a small way to make a difference. And we're doing that with my team too. No meetings on Fridays. Excellent. I think it's just little things like that that you can do to kind of really change someone's um, working life. Um, and sometimes we don't realize that, that those, those tiny little things can make a real impact on, on, on people who work for us. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you don't have to start with 
with all day Fridays, it could be just anything after two, right? Mm -hmm. And test the waters. I think that sometimes we want to take the magic pill and and solve all our problems and small changes are are really impactful. So the not urgent, urgent, uh, and also just maybe a half day, uh, one day a week with no meetings for folks, I think is a good first step before you start implementing other programs or just encouraging people to take their holiday and their vacation time. I think that's also an, an easy fix that uh, they should be doing anyway. Even if they aren't leaving their house, they should not be sitting in front of the computer just working away on Zoom meetings. And I guess another another aspect of that is is everyone's different and everyone wants different kind of benefits. So, you know, what might work for you and, you know, having Friday afternoons off, someone might might actually much prefer having a Monday morning because because they have a special club they're part of or, or how that works better in their life you know maybe they have children to look after or, or something so um, recognizing that individual aspect to it, it um, I guess is also important I love that yeah because everybody's experience is unique and um, you know what works for me might not work for you uh, but just talking to your people and as an HR professional maybe you should you can start by sitting down with your managers just a 15 minute zoom call and just saying hey you know what do you need from me or, or what are some ways that uh, our organization can better support you and your mental health? Let them come up with the ideas. And then as they're thinking through this, hopefully they'll start to maybe think about this for their individual team. Definitely. Um, I just wanted to want to ask one more thing, um, Jessica, before we go. And it was it was around. It's quite specific to us because um, we have Eli onboarding, which is our, our technology. And it was really around um, managers and 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 how they manage onboarding their new new people um and uh, i suppose um we, we always concentrate on you know obviously giving the new joiners uh, a personalized and engaging start to working in an organization but um i think it's important to obviously um, place a lot of em- emphasis on supporting managers too um because obviously they need to create that working relationship with their new hire from from the very beginning um, do you have any, um, I suppose, tips on how managers can can onboard, onboard their new joiners more effectively? Anything that um, could help our HR teams um, to try and encourage um, these managers to, to do it in the best way possible? Absolutely. And one thing I'll say about our new joiners is they're the most productive their first six months with the organization. Yeah. So we want to get them ramped up and onboarded quickly and feeling comfortable so that they can go on and do their best work for us in the organization. One key element is creating structure for those new people. And our managers can do that with something as simple as a checklist and then organized and intentional, maybe times to meet with them at different intervals. So having a checklist that says like, here's what you're going to learn, you know, weeks one through eight with me, or, uh, and then I'm going to check in with you every two weeks and you put something on the calendar as a new manager, this is a great way to build that relationship and that trust, but then help that person feel more comfortable that there is actually a master plan and a schedule to this onboarding training madness. I think a lot of times we just throw them into the deep end of the pool and expect them to start working. And that's where we lose them. And we can't afford to lose our new people. It is so crazy competitive right now to hire, at least here in the States. Absolutely. Uh, Same here. (laughs) And, and I don't see that ending any, anytime soon. So um, creating that schedule and then building in that uh, those touch points is incredibly important. 
we absolutely believe that too, Eli. And um, obviously, that's that's part of what our technology is about. So, um, yeah, no, it's really good to hear that, that it's the same over there too. Um, yeah, well, I think that's about all we have time for, Jessica. Um, but thank you so much um, for joining us today um, and giving us some really useful insights um, on on new managers, but um, also training in general. Um, and for those of you who'd like to hear more, please follow us on LinkedIn um, or subscribe to download more episodes. Um, and yeah, Jessica, uh, until next time, thank you so much. CA3 is an award-winning employer brand agency. They're also the creators of Eli, very engaging onboarding tech. To find out more, type CA3 into Google. <laughs>